I like to describe Weird Norfolk as a cabinet of curiosities containing forgotten folklore, paranormal experiences, odd places to visit, and just a, a real collection of interesting local history. I'm Shifra Connor and I'm the curator and researcher for Weird Norfolk. Fact, folklore, legend that relate to a whole manner of different things in the county, whether that be an artefact at Norwich Castle, whether that be an erratic stone left by a glacier. So I'm Stacia Briggs and I'm the writer for Weird Norfolk. Welcome to Weird Norfolk. On this episode, we'll be looking at the lost village of Shipton off the coast of Cromer. This is one that's really like different to the other stories because actually we know Shipton did exist and we know for a fact that the steamer was caught on there because it was reported in the paper at the time. Norfolk News, Saturday the 11th of August 1888. Our Cromer correspondent telegraphed on Thursday that the steam tug Victoria of Yarmouth, belonging to the Yarmouth Steaming Company, struck on what is known as the Old Church Rock, just as she was leaving with her passengers on Thursday afternoon. The weather was fine at the time and the sea smooth. The boat being holed rapidly filled and sank. The lifeboat belonging to the tug was lowered and, with several Cromer boats, assisted landing the passengers as quickly as possible, which was accomplished without accident. All movable stores were saved. The boat is still on the rock, but it is possible she may be floated today, provided the weather holds fine and the damage is not too great. At high tide, the only portions visible are the funnel of mast. If you stood at the end of Cromer Pier now and gazed out 500 metres to sea, that's where Shipton was. So you can get a real feel for how coastal erosion and how the sea is incurring on that part of North Norfolk because literally there is an entire town under the waves and I think that absolutely fascinates people. Eastern Daily Press, Friday the 11th of October 1889. Cromer, the last of the Victoria. A Trinity boat off Cromer on Tuesday afternoon and Wednesday engaged in the operation of blowing up remains of the wreck of the Yarmouth steamboat Victoria including engines and boiler, which were a source of danger to boats coming to or leaving the shore. The steamboat, it will be remembered, came to grief by striking the church rock on a calm day in August of last year. The obstacle appears to have been effectively removed, no portion of it now being visible at low water. The charges used in the operation were sufficient to shake the houses in the town. When the pleasure steamer was blown up, divers went on to the wreck for, for years afterwards mm. and you could literally go along a street in Shipton underwater I mean it is you know it's Norfolk's small scale Atlantis I mean it was it was visible the the this rocky outcrop that was that, yeah. that had grown at, on top of the church was still there until the 1800s they, you know that's actual fact I really like the fact as well that if you walk along Cromer Pier you're so close to the old village it's, it's like it's right there it's, it's quite a nice feeling to know 
that you can get so close to it. It's kind of compelling and, and whenever you have a lost village under sea you have bells that toll always. It's, it's the unwritten rule of an underwater village, isn't yeah. it? That the bells will yeah. ring to warn sailors of a, oh, or, or indeed to try and kind of siren claim them to come. Yeah. So they're either nice bells kind of letting them know not to go out or they're bad bells mm. that kind of... Are there those claims with... Because I know with Dunwich, there's yeah. claim that um, if the sailors hear the bells tolling, they then they out. won't go out. I don't know if that is actually the case with... Um, Shipton. I think it's just, oh, there's a storm. I can hear the bells. It seems to be when the storm yeah. is happening that you hear the bells rather than before the storm. No, these one, no the Shipton is another one where it's oh, it, the they same? ring and yeah. there's a storm coming. To be fair, if you ever heard any bells ringing underwater, the bell would ring in your own head, wouldn't it? I'm not going on the sea where mm. there are spectral bells. It's not ha- I'm not going on the sea full stop because I'm terrified of the sea. I like looking at it. I don't want to go on it. Mm. But um, spectral bells would be the icing on the I'm not going on the sea cake. The tales are that it it fell over the edge of a cliff, that it that it went over because the, the villagers watched helplessly as it was subsumed by the sea. So but That implies it happened quite quickly, doesn't it? It does. And, and certainly at Dunwich, which is just down the coast... It was huge storms that claimed these parts of the of the coastline, wasn't it? Where the the storm would come, and and it, as it does now, at Eccles and at Haysborough mm-hmm. and at other places that are gradually being lost to the sea and will presumably become future Shiptons. Mm-hmm. That's what's happening. I think it was coastal. I think we lose about a meter a year in Norfolk still, unless there's a huge storm talking about folklore and how it it arises to answer questions the ringing of the bells foretelling a storm Mm. would be particularly apt somewhere where a storm might mean that you actually lose your church or your graveyard or your houses or your entire town yeah you know so it's 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 interesting in a time when we spend so much money and time attempting to protect our coast against the ravages of the sea to know that this is something that's been going on for centuries. Yarmouth's Sub Aqua Club dived the site in 1988 and they saw the Victoria and salvaged items um, from the pleasure mm-hmm. cruiser that was that was uh, skewered on top of the church. And um, it says founder member Percy Trett, a long-time EDP contributor, recalled that divers were fascinated by swimming along a street in Shipton, 40 foot below the sea, where people had once walked. As well, for the church to still be standing, that wouldn't have fallen in Mm. either, so it it must have been flooded. I hope that there is an entire village under the water, because that properly is magical. Yeah, I love the idea of that, actually. Being able to, like... Although I don't like the idea of going underwater very much, but the thought of actually being able to see all the ruins... And just like kind of swim slowly around, and there's like a fish comes out a window or something. That's quite a nice. Crab, thought. Yeah. Possibly in Cromer coming out yes, of a window. It would be. A or a lobster, maybe. 
but or a fish i don't know but yeah it's it's a it's a it's something that absolutely fascinates people maybe possibly in norfolk so much so that because we are still living this problem yeah, and you still see it happening it still happens yeah. although albeit it's erosion and not flooding mm. Villages being lost to the sea is certainly nothing new here. It's something we live with now, we live with then, and it's part of living in Norfolk that that this happens. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many times have we been called out? I was there in a couple of years ago in, in Eccles and in Haysborough and in Hemsby, where entire houses yeah. were dangling off cliff edges and you know you you can't help but think of these stories that we tell where churchyards are going over mm. and the bones are sticking yeah. out of the, of the cliff think, yeah people are you know the um the graves are actually like opening up and people are looting them because all, they're all across the beaches skeletons and yeah skeletons beaches, and... yeah imagine that i mean oh my god <laughs> <laughs> i jump so fast <laughs> Nobody had heard the bells uh, that we had come back. Everybody was just fascinated by the thought of it and the fact that you can stand within sight of where Shipton would be. Like the kind of the bells element of it is a really simple story and but people just loved it. Absolutely loved it. I think it is it is that idea of, 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 of you know, albeit a smaller version of Atlantis, which is right there for the taking, that when you take those, you know, I know that they have boat trips at Cromer, and you would go over mm. uh, somewhere where people once lived, mm. and that is fairly irresistible, that idea that where you're looking at the sea and it's calm or not calm but where you're looking out there is an entire different world underneath there I mean that is delicious isn't it really it's kind of the very best isn't it and it's true yeah these it is definitely there it definitely existed it's not a random rock formation it is the tower and the steamer did get caught on it all of that actually happened and and I think that element of fact makes people like it even more. How can it not be weird to have an entire village under the sea at Cromer? You know, other seaside resorts have their have their peccadilloes, their things that get them get people to come. We have an entire underwater village. You know, beat that. You can't. Can and it's you? like how many? And, and another weird element is like how many steamers get caught on top of a church. I think in my piece I was looking at it and I I, I I described it as being skewered atop the tower like a pig at a hog roast yeah, which was obviously obviously a good day at an office for me that day wasn't it where uh, some some days some days the uh, the spirit is strong inside me so why I thought that was uh, I don't sometimes you read your own things back and think what on earth was happening to me that day I think Shipton is just one of those stories that will be passed down forever. And almost it seems as if this legend about the bells, as I said, underwater bells always follow the villages that are lost, always. I would be amazed if we found a sunken village that didn't have 
spells. In fact, I might now go looking for that's one. That's it, that's my mission yeah. now, is to find, find somewhere that doesn't have bells that foretell a storm or has bells that foretell something else, like the postman <laughs> or, or anything <laughs> coming. That would be great. Um, but it's... I think people are fascinated by something that in their mind they probably think that one day they might go looking for a little bit more on that, Mm -hmm. that they might go and try and see pictures of it underwater, which I don't think there are any of that I've found anyway. No, not... It's it's quite murky It's a difficult piece of sea there. Um, And it's also actually, I imagine, not particularly safe to dive around there if you've got something that's so close Mm. to the surface. Then I would imagine it's not something you'd do if you weren't an expert. for listening to this week's Weird Norfolk episode. You can find us every week in the Eastern Daily Press on page 13 of Weekend Supplement. You can also find an archive of all of our stories at edp24.co.uk and if you're feeling social, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Weird Norfolk. Weird Norfolk podcast is a Richard Fair production for the Eastern Daily Press.